You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Sean, we're going to stay in the mailbag here for this podcast as well. And we got a very direct, very distinct email. And it's sometimes when you get these emails, you can just see the guy hammering it out and you can kind of get a picture of uh, his state of mind. The email was simply, trying to get open is ruining my swing. Can you help? Uh, this isn't the first email like we've gotten like this. This isn't the first comment we've seen like this. This certainly isn't the first time we've had players come in to see us. This was the same. This was the case for them as well. Yeah, no, it's um, it's like one of the new buzzwords. Get open, right? It's like get some lag. There's careers made off of saying that. Yeah. So the the problem with it is, if you're trying to reverse engineer and just trying to work on impact and getting open and impact, it's a complete waste of time. Because if you don't have things in the right place coming down in the downswing or even in the backswing in many cases, you just don't have any chance for the body to open up because you would you'd hit the ball so far offline. Yeah. yeah. Your brain's job when you hit a ball is to hit it at the target. It's yes. not going to do something that's going to make you hit it worse. It's going to try to fit the body in and the club and at least start the ball at the target. So if you're out of position on the downswing and you're trying to get open – you in theory will hit it way worse. And that's why those people really aren't ever open when we measure them. No, it, it, it's, you're exactly right. It's the guys trying to get the most open who the are the least, least open. open. That's you can quote that one now. So we're going to, we're going to say a lot of things in this podcast. One, I, no one who's come to see us and we've probably just in the last year, we've probably seen 50 to hundred guys easy who've come in saying the exact same thing. Like, like what have you been working on the last six months? One of our favorite questions to ask because it gives us an, an insight to why well, they're coming it's the to see us. the best question. If you're a golf teacher, this is the best question to ask. Like the last six months, what have you been working on? Usually they're going to say, ah, not, not much, just trying to. And then you, add, you find a couple different ways to ask that. And after you see them hit a couple, then you start to get the real answers. And it's, you know, I've been trying to get more open, I'm trying to shallow. The funny part is we usually know what you're already trying to work on. Exactly. We hit one or two balls. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm dealing with. Exactly. So you get the real answer then, and it's always, you know, I'm trying to get open. It's okay, well, just, you know, kind of pose us what an ideal impact would look like for you. Like, what are you trying to be at impact? And, you know, the whole time we're filming their swings, we're recording their swings, and we see what their impact looks like. And then what they pose and how they pose themselves getting into impact is sometimes 180 degrees different from what they're doing. Because of what you just said, they're trying to pose something that is irrespective of where that target is and where that club face is pointing. And they're just trying to override everything to do with hitting the ball to the target to get into a position. And it's just not how the golf swing performs. 
No, and, and, you know, everyone's seen drills over the years, and I've given them over the years. You kind of pose somebody to impact and take the club back a little bit and chip right. it forward, You're trying to get them to figure something out. But just trying to, like, work on just impact without the other stuff that goes with it is, is kind of a waste of time. So, yeah, so next question will be, okay, look pretty open there. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, how are you trying to get open? Well, I'm trying to get my shoulders 30, 40 degrees open. 30, 40, 30 to 40? Yes. Ooh. Right. That, what's the tour average for shoulders open the, at impact? The, the shoulder line's pretty square, maybe slightly open. Five degrees if you're a really rotational yeah. player, usually squarish. Yeah, no, torso, that's different because your side bent right. and, the, and the rib cage is opened up. But these guys are posing yeah, their shoulders. shoulder line open. And we can differentiate on gears, which is what we like about gears. Right. And, um, man, when they – think about that. So, from the top of the swing, if your intent is to get the shoulders 30 to 40 degrees open, you are going to swing it so steep and over the top. Well, you're gonna, well, first, if you do it, you'll miss the ball. Yeah, it's not playable. Second, if you get close to that, your left shoulder is going to be so far away from the golf ball. Couldn't hit it. That you're going to have to side bend an, way beyond anything we've ever seen any player side bend just to try to get the club to the ground. So you, this is how those contortions start. This is where the cartoonish of the golf swing starts to happen. Cartoonish golf swings. Yep. See it every day. Seeing them a lot. So, again, one of the worst ways you can try, you can achieve openness and impact is by trying to get open. Because what is, because, again, quarter of a second downswing. So what do players start doing when they want to get more open and more open right from the top? They unwind their shoulders as hard as they can. Yep. And where does that send the club and hands? Straight out over the target line, over the top, steep, chop wood. Yep. That's what it does. Yep. I mean, it's And then, just, then what does that start of the downswing force you to do in the second half of the downswing? You have to stop rotating. Yeah, so you're going to be square-ish at yeah. impact. Especially, I mean, this last guy I'm thinking of, I think he was like, looked like he was in the address position at impact. So the, the guy you're mentioning, he came to see us for a lesson, three hours I think he was in with us. Um and he had spent said he had spent three years seeing someone who's known built his basically his reputation on getting players or talking about getting players open and uh, shallow. And, and he, he was neither. He was neither. And he, he was been working on it for like three years. He was fifteen degrees open with his pelvis, seventeen shut with his shoulders, and the club staff was the club shaft was extremely steep up his left arm steep for a right handed golfer. It's funny. I mean. This was a lesson I remember at Wells a few months ago. It's just, I, I actually felt bad for the guy. You can't help but feel bad. It's like, man, because I've been through it. You know, we've all had lessons that were questionable. And he was doing, all right, so, you know, you capture that and you're like, okay, so just kind of walk us through the things you've been doing to try to, to fix, you know. He's like, well, you know, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that. And I was like, so what, what has been measured that you've done? How do you, how are you basing progress? And he goes, well, nothing's been measured. Just the idea and the feels. I mean, think uh, about that. Think about that. Someone who going to uh, instructors telling them to get open, get open with no measuring stick. Right. And you can literally subtly too move the camera around to change that look. I look so much better. Look at over there. Look at here. Look at there. (laughs) Raise the camera a little bit. All of a sudden he's shallow. Right. (laughs) Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, you feel for that player because he spent, I don't know how much money, but three years. Golf lessons, good, you know, famous instructors aren't cheap now. No. So he spent three years doing that. And then 
you know, it, it wasn't getting any of it. So shifting his focus during that lesson from getting open to getting the club in position first, how to get the club shallow, not steep, got him 15 degrees more open by not. So he went from 15 open to 30 open by not trying to get open, but just getting the club in position. Like you got to have a reason to get open when the club's in position. You can turn all day when the club gets out of position because you're trying to get open, you will stop turning because you're not going to hit it worse. You're going to try to hit something that starts at the target. Right. Or that's that's still the whole point of the game. Your brain's, it knows what it's supposed to be doing, and if you get it out of position, the body, it's not going to let the body rotate to make it worse. It's, it's just not. It's you not going to try. You, you can miss the ball. Pose it. Practice it. Do the feels. Do the drills. Whatever you want to do. But if those two things are at odds, where that ball is going to take off at and what you're trying to do are at odds, the ball is always going to win. It's so overrated anyway. Cranking your body wide open. You don't really need to be super open to hit the ball that straight. No, if you look at the tour players, basically range from, I think, 20. We're just talking tour winners, multiple tour winners. I think our range in the database is 25 open with the hips to 50 open with the yeah, hips. Yeah, like Macor is like 41 or something. Yeah, with his, with his seven iron, he's 48. 48. But he's high in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you sit at a desk or if you have a job, you're most likely not going to be high in if you just aren't already naturally yeah, wide open. It's not some crazy, like, I think people get the idea they have to point their belt buckle at the target at impact. Yeah, that's, that's silly. It's like 41, 48 even is not like a crazy amount but of. 25 to 30, which is where most guys fall. That's so doable. When, you, when we pose guys at 30 degrees open with their hips, they feel like they're square. Like, how is a normal guy going to do that? We're talking about Rory McIlroy works out every single day, has a PT, probably stretching him out every morning. Right? Eats fruits and berries yeah. all day. This guy is. This guy's got a job. Probably works. He said he worked about ten hours a day. I mean, <laughs> trying to tell somebody that's not at that physical fitness. I mean, you got to look at that too, right? What are the golfers that you're dealing with? This guy wasn't like a physical specimen that came in trying to do this. It's like, hey man, let's let's build a swing around, you know. Based on what you can actually do. Think about that. He was trying to get his shoulders more open than most pros have their hips. I mean, it's it's uh, it's sad again, to watch when you when you start with no baseline being measured. You so, know the funny part? He might have been better before he even started. If his club wasn't steep, now he said he's always been steep, so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. But if his club wasn't steep, and that we've seen this a ton, we've seen guys actually show us their old swings. Like, well, dude, what the club wasn't steep. Now the club's steep and you're way less open because the club's steep. It's like a catch-22. So they, let's, let's just say they had a pretty decent swing. Right. Let's say it's on plane, you know, semi in a good spot. And then all of a sudden they try to get open. Well, now the club starts getting steep. Right. Well, instead of going back to their old body motion, they say, oh, I, I, I want to I still get open. So they keep working on that. But now they're having to stand up. Right. To get some kind of shallowness in there, now they're less open and less leaned, flippy. So yes, shoulders shut. You can get worse. Yep. You just, you mean you, man, you get your shoulders seventeen degrees closed at impact like this guy. Do you know how flippy you have to be to try to hit it towards the target? It's it's um it it was tough to watch. I mean, I think we had him in for a few hours, and I mean. It was just, I couldn't get the guy to make a normal pose. 
it was it was um, like pose it was something. as foreign to him a normal movement in a normal range of motion as foreign to him as what he was doing looked foreign to us. I mean, we say it all the time. I just like normal golf swings. Yeah. They don't have to be cartoonish. They just got to have a decent look to the plane, good body motion, good control of the club face with a decent grip, understanding wrist and arm movements. You've got a normal-looking golf swing. It doesn't have to be crazy open, crazy shallowed. I mean, it, it, I don't know where all this stuff came from. I guess just everybody thinks there's a magic pill. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody always thinks they're not the doing the one pill? thing. What's yeah. all, so I got to get more shallow. What is that? Gonna, what is that really doing for you? Getting it way under plane. Now you're hitting hooks. It's not that hard to figure out. You've you've got to realize this. The more you turn, turning is a steepener. Body rotation is a steepener I've in the heard golf swing. Being, this guy came in saying he thought it was a shallower. No, that see that's that goes back to. Last podcast about you know taking the hands out. The arms don't lower in the swing. Like you're only off 75 degrees when you say that. Some you know with some players saying that the rotation shallows the club is a hundred. Rotation is a steepener. Who takes the hands out toward the ball line in the downswing except for high handicappers? So if you have a a, a natural inclination like this guy said, and we're not picking on this guy, we're just using him because we have his data here yeah, in front super of us. Nice guy. We'd love to have him come in again. Hope he's getting better. Yeah, but. When you already have an inclination of being steep, and then you add a massive steepener, like trying to turn everything open it's, in the it's, downswing, it's bad. you're not gonna you're not gonna follow through with that because the ball would go so far offline that you're still gonna try to hit it towards your target. I mean, it's like you're putting in the wrong. Like you look at a golf swing and you go, okay, what's the cancer? What's the biggest problem? And what piece do I need to add in or take out? Right. The last thing I would have done for this guy is tell him to turn harder. Right. That's a steepener. We're looking for shallowers at this point. Right. So he went down immediately down a bad rabbit hole, and he, he just couldn't get out of it. I mean, I think he felt, when he saw that first gears caption, saw he, I mean, I literally probably said, dude, you look like you're sit, standing at a dress, and you're at impact. Yeah, we overlaid think, his impact and address, and they were there was maybe two degrees difference. I think difference. the color went out of his face, kind of like I looked at the guy. I'm like, oh man, this could. I mean, you can't because because you have been down a terrible rabbit hole. I've been down a terrible rabbit hole in my swing, and you're looking at this guy just realizing he's been down a rabbit hole, and you can't help but to feel. And then it brings up all that stuff that you did in your own swing, and it's like, man, I feel for you, dude. And then you like, know, for that guy, so I mean, you run into this mental thing about. The sunk costs of of all that time and money he spent. Right. You know, when does he bail on it, right? Because he feels like, well, I I'm invested up. now. Yeah, I'm invested, so I got to keep going. But man, if you if you're doing something for a year, okay, granted, give it, give it a year. If it's not getting any better, and you haven't been measured at least one time, or by look at a, your swing by guys who do it all the time, measure swings. Uh, you know, just try something else. At least get a second opinion. <laughs> get a second opinion. And, and, you know, we like doing that. Come on in. You don't have to switch teachers. Let us measure your swing. We'll tell you what we think yeah, is going on. Yeah, it'd be on. super valuable probably for that teacher to know. And we love getting more data in our database. Right. 
that's a great point. If you're already working with somebody, you can even tell them, come down, let us measure you. We love getting more swings in our database, and we'll even share the information with your coach. We just try to make more people better. That's all, literally all we're trying to do. Guys get better. They tend to stay in the game longer. Exactly. And Simple it helps, formula. And it helps everybody. The better you hit the ball, the more fun everybody's going to have, the more people are going to play. So come down. We can get you on the gear system or go to somebody that has gears. Get yourself measured, and then you can make a decision whether to cut bait or not the person that you're working with or to know if what you've been diligently trying to do for three years is making a bit of difference. Absolutely. Or putting a dent in what you're trying to fix. Yeah. It at least let you know if you're trying to fix the right things. And I mean, you can think of the number of players that actually more rotation was actually their fix on one hand over the last five years. Boy, I don't uh, exactly. I, I mean, when have we looked at a golf swing you got to turn more at impact. And think, well, this guy's golden, except he's just not not turned enough. And I have hardly ever said that in the last You usually look at years. a golf swing and say, okay, these three things are why you're not open at impact. Let's fix these three things. Usually if you fix one or two at the most, impact gets way better as far as rotation goes. And we see it. I mean, that's the beauty about measuring is that when these guys come in, like the player we're talking about, and he gets captured, right? He sees that information. He sees where he's at. We see it. We can't tell him four things to do that don't improve that. No. We we all have the same yardstick now, and we're looking at the same yardstick. If we tell him to do something. It doesn't change it. And it doesn't change or it gets worse, and we keep telling him that, that's a horrific job on our part. He's a fire us. And he fires us, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a big part about measuring in golf swings is, okay, this is the baseline. Now, it's up to you and I to tell them something to do to change that. Yeah. And we know really in the next swing or the next two or three swings if what we told him was correct or not. Yeah. And he knows if what we told him is correct or not. Exactly. There's yeah, a very high level of accountability when you're measuring everything. Exactly. And I was just thinking of something while we wrap this up. It's like, you know, I think – Golfers got get so used to seeing pictures of like good players at impact because right. that's a cool thing to look at. When they and now everybody can film their swing with their phone. Mm-hmm. Everybody can scroll their swing to impact and see if it looks like player A, <laughs> yeah. you know, the tour player. And they're like, right. "Oh, I see what I got to do. I got to get more open right. at impact." Yeah, and then that's what they put their focus on, and it, it just doesn't yeah. really work like that. No, I it, wish it did because it would be a lot easier for everybody. Oh, you're bringing up a whole other stuff now yeah, with we'll like do down side. backswing doesn't matter, impact yeah, we'll, all that we'll, matters. We'll do this yeah, on yeah, another yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, getting, yeah. We but, good here? Yeah. No, I think we I think we <laughs> hammered this one pretty good. Like rotation is rarely, if ever, the answer to why you're not hitting it like you want. Yeah, it very rarely. Um, and, and I guess that pretty much. And good rotation should be the result of a good swing. Yeah, get it. Work on getting the club in a good spot, coming down on the downswing. Give yourself a reason that you have to rotate. Exactly. If you guys are uh, enjoying these, I haven't done this for a while, see if I can do it. Yeah, let it go. If you're enjoy- if you're enjoying these, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star, preferably, and, uh, <laughs> and a written review, a nice one. And uh, please uh, share it with as many golfers as you can because we're trying to help as many people as we can play better golf. Absolutely. Absolutely.